The Enneagram of Personality Podcast with Logan Jones is a part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. So hey there, friends. Welcome back. Today is all about Enneagram Type 3, these high-performance engines you know, high achieving, high energy, hard working performers, efficient ones of the world. And did I mention they look good doing it too? Yep. This is what it's about in the three world. The three style is to achieve with efficiency and look amazing while you're doing it. And you can see in it this chief feature of Enneagram type three, this chief flaw that each type has one. And the one for the type three is what we could call deceit. It's when they suddenly believe the role that they're playing is who they are. Another way to say it is if I am what I do, Right? I mean, how often do people introduce themselves as, Hey, who are you? What do you do? It's just normal. But if you are what you do, then when you stop doing or when you don't, you aren't. If you are what you do, when you stop, then you're nobody. You're nothing. Wait a minute. So that, that sort of highlights the, this deceit that can sneak in Uh, always. It's really subtle, Um, but it can sneak in. And if you believe that you are the performance, you know, if you believe that you are what you're showing the world and how you're acting, the role that you're serving, which we all have roles, right? I mean, that's just real. But if you believe that that's all you are, then that can become the root of some really arrogant behavior that then later on you might even be sorry for. Wow, how did that happen? You know, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about type three. As you know, in this Enneagram for Empowerment and Transformation Beyond Personality, (laughs) I'm seeking to do this through showing that the words of Jesus, the wisdom way of Jesus, is this, is this way that he appealed to the imagination of those who were listening to him in a direct contrast to some other ways that, you know, bring about change. For example, the appeal to reason, right? Just stop being bad and start being good, for example. Or don't be so compulsive, you know, just stop worrying. <laughs> in the words of the great Dr. Phil, right? <laughs> How's that working for you, you know? We've heard this kind of talk. Everybody's saying it. And we all know it doesn't work. Nope. Jesus also knows that the appeal to your will and your willpower won't work either. That that kind of effort will only make things worse. Telephobic person, somebody who's really afraid, right? Just to grit her teeth and forget her foolish fears, right? It just the appeal to willpower won't work. So we see Jesus in his wisdom teaching through parables 
as a way to appeal directly to people's imagination and to speak to them there. So in this Enneagram work, that's what we're doing. We're speaking person to person, but we're trying to get beyond or over the walls of personality, character type, the way you have been formed. We're trying to speak through that, over it, to hit the heart of the person. Who am I? Who do you think you are? The truth is, you are loved. You belong here. You are enough. That's the truth. But that gets covered over a lot. Again, with roles, performances, things that are totally normal that we all do. So Jesus in his wisdom speaks directly to the imagination, that seat that can imagine that we are good enough. We are enough. (laughs) We are more than what we do and more than who we think we are. So maybe God's love isn't something that we earn. Being beloved by the divine is different than a paycheck or a grade on a test. Something altogether different from the merit system of the world that we've known ever since childhood, right? (laughs) Wow. There is this view, and it's so true. The type three in all of us equates achieving with being or being with achieving and they're not the same God is love and you are beloved anyway regardless you cannot earn your identity any more than you could lose it it is what it is what it is what it is you are a beloved of the divine creator of your divine parent, what Jesus calls his heavenly Abba, his heavenly Father. Jesus tells a parable that challenges this way of life, this style, this unhealthy belief of type three that makes them fall asleep or forget that they are enough and that they are beloved anyway regardless of what they do. This amazing grace that is there at every start, unearned, there for the taking. It is grace that makes that come alive. Amazing grace. So it's towards highlighting that empowered way of seeing and living in the world that Jesus tells this parable. It's from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 through 16 and he says for the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard after agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day he sent them into his vineyard and going out about the third hour he saw others standing idle in the marketplace he said to them you go into the vineyard too and whatever is right I will give you So they went, going out again about the sixth hour, and the ninth hour he did the same. 
And about the eleventh hour he went and found others standing, and he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the householder, saying, These last worked only one hour. And you, you have made them equal to us who have literally borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. He replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first last. Come on now. Good grief, right? Jesus, that's a mic drop moment right there. Can you believe this? I mean, this challenges the American way of life, y'all. For those who are listening to this uh, podcast and you aren't in America, let me bring you up to speed. Since we're speaking Enneagram type, the United States of America manifests a type 3 trance, a type 3 style that makes it difficult for us to see some of the individual manifestations of this, right? But essentially it's you do, 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 and you earn, earn, earn. And if you don't, we don't know what to do with you in this country, almost. I mean, it's like work, work, work. You can sleep when you get older sort of thing. We don't really give people a lot of uh, paid time off. I mean, there's so many avenues you could go to make this point that I'm trying to make really clear. But to everyone listening, if you're American, you know what I'm talking about. And by American, of course, I mean, if you are from the United States of America, (laughs) see, even that it's even embedded in our language, right? American, as if Canadians aren't Americans or South Americans aren't Americans, you know? Wow. We would do well to heed the advice coming from Jesus's wisdom way of speaking to really see what is he trying to say to us? There is something about true identity that amazing grace awakens us to that is beyond anything we've done or haven't done or did wrong or didn't do. But it's so hard because it's so subtle when it gets very specific. Because on the other hand, you don't want to shame people for doing things. I mean, I live in the United States of America. I live in Richmond, Virginia, specifically. And I'm proud of what this country has created and done and what it stands for and its work ethic. On the one hand, you know, on the other hand, that's not all we are. So that's what this highlights. It highlights that we cannot earn the love of the creator God. We, we have it, 
have the love. We are the love. All of us. And we need to remind each other as often as we can of this amazing grace that brings us to life in a way that sees in the other a brother and sister. And so we can we can strive for success, we can do all these things, but that's not our identity, not our primary identity. Those are dreams that we're trying to realize, those are things, and the truth is, we are all here because we've been created and endowed with this identity, this truth that we belong and that we are loved and that we matter. But what should we do? What can we do, Logan? Well, again, I'm thankful for Clarence Thompson, who in his book, Parables in the Enneagram, always ends each type with what can this type do? So in this case, what can a three do? He lists five things. I'm going to highlight three. So what can a three do? One, pamper yourself with some time off because you're already good enough. Add some sensual pleasure just because you deserve it. Number two, of the people you love the most, how many of them earned your love by doing something for you? And three, read the gospel according to Luke from beginning to end. I know it's long, but do it. Then ask yourself why Jesus seems to have special affection for the poor. Whether you understand that economically or spiritually, that affection still conflicts with your Enneagram agenda. To further aid this, go and watch new parents with their baby. What does the baby have to do to earn their love? How old are you in the eyes of God? So as we end this one, my sisters and brothers, my type threes, may you never forget that we love you for who you are Although we admire what you do, it's not lost on us that what we really love about you is who you are. Be honest about that. Be authentic. That's what we like the most. It's okay. You're loved and worthy of love anyway. Never forget that. In the tradition of my mentor and pastor, Samuel Williams, I love you, Sammy. May we live simply, love generously, speak truthfully, serve faithfully, and leave everything else to God. Go in peace. The Enneagram of Personality is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you just listened to, would you take a second to leave us a review in your favorite podcast app? It really does help new listeners find us. You can find more about Logan Jones by visiting his site, loganjonescoaching.com. This podcast is produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thank you to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more faith-affirming podcasts, just visit us at lifeaudio.com.
I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.